0: Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of The Defector by Daniel Silva, performed by Phil Giganti. For Marilyn Duxworth, for many years of friendship, support, and laughter. And as always, for my wife, Jamie, and my children, Nicholas and Lily. If an injury has to be done to a man, it should be so severe that his vengeance need not be feared. Machiavelli. Part one. Opening moves. Chapter 1. Vladimirskaya Oblast, Russia. Pyotr Lushkov was about to be killed, and for that he was grateful. It was late October, but autumn was already a memory. It had been brief and unsightly, an old babushka hurriedly removing a threadbare frock. Now this leaden skies, arctic cold, wind-blown snow, the opening shot of Russia's winter without end. Pyotr Lushkov, shirtless, barefoot, hands bound behind his back, was scarcely aware of the cold. In fact, at that moment, he would have been hard-pressed to recall his name— He believed he was being led by two men through a birch forest, but could not be certain. It made sense they were in a forest. That was the place Russians liked to do their blood work. Kurapati, Bikivnya, Katin, Utovo. Always in the forests. Lushkov was about to join a great Russian tradition. Lushkov was about to be granted a death in the trees. There was another Russian custom when it came to killing. The intentional infliction of pain... Pyotr Lushkov had been forced to scale mountains of pain. They had broken his fingers and his thumbs. They had broken his arms and his ribs. They had broken his nose and his jaw. They had beaten him even when he was unconscious. They had beaten him because they had been told to. They had beaten him because they were Russians. The only time they had stopped was when they were drinking vodka. When the vodka was gone, they had beaten him even harder. Now he was on the final leg of his journey, the long walk to a grave with no marker. Russians had a term for it, Vishayamira, the highest form of punishment. Usually it was reserved for traitors, but Pyotr Lushkov had betrayed no one. He had been duped by his master's wife, and his master had lost everything because of it. Someone had to pay. Eventually, everyone would pay. He could see his master now, standing alone amid the matchstick trunks of the birch trees. Black leather coat, silver hair, head like a tank turret. He was looking down at the large-caliber pistol in his hand. Lushkov had to give him credit. There weren't many oligarchs who had the stomach to do their own killing. But then, there weren't many oligarchs like him. The grave had already been dug. Lushkov's master was inspecting it carefully, as if calculating whether it was big enough to hold a body. As Lushkov was forced to kneel, he could smell the distinctive cologne, sandalwood and smoke, the smell of power, the smell of the devil. The devil gave him one more blow to the side of his face. Lushkov didn't feel it. Then the devil placed the gun to the back of Lushkov's head and bade him a pleasant evening. Lushkov saw a pink flash of his own blood. Then darkness. He was finally dead. And for that, he was grateful.